Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Silver Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, Kennedy Alsop, and we have a pretty special episode for you here today. Right, so today we have a very special guest with us. We've got Miss Naima Capers. She is going to be talking to us today about becoming a doer. This is a perfect follow-up conversation to the last episode where we talked a little bit about habits, you know, the bad habits we have, the good habits, and how we break the bad ones and sort of input the good ones into our life so that we can move a step closer each day to the life that we desire. Naima is the perfect person to talk about this because she is a doer. She shows up as a wife, a mom, a daughter, an entrepreneur, a mentor, championing other women, and just so much more. She is the co-CEO of House of Pretty, which she is leading the soft life or what shall I say the pretty life with her mother. I am so excited to have her here today to tell us a little bit more about her journey of course but to also give us some some great advice that she's learned along the way. As an entrepreneur she has had different challenges that she's had to go through and different lessons that she's had to learn. So no better person to talk to us today than about habits than Naima. So thank you, Naima, for being on here with us today. Thank you, Kennedy, so much for inviting me. I mean, for someone that has, I have seen grow and continue to be a doer as well. I'm very ecstatic to be on this podcast and give you a little bit of what you know, you get on a day-to-day basis of how to keep going and how to become the doer you want to be in your lifestyle. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Naima. So before we really dive into um, what we want to talk about here today, tell us, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about House of Pretty. I know I'm very familiar with it, but I want to make sure that everybody is aware of the House of Pretty and the wonderful mission that you guys have. Wow. Um, So I guess if we want to go into a little bit about myself, um, like she said, I am a wife. I am a mom. I am an entrepreneur. Uh, I was not always this person, though, right? I (laughs) came straight out of college, mm-hmm. went into my field and said, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. When I went into that field, uh, I said, this is not what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, unfortunately. I feel that. Uh, I was working a lot of hours. I literally was getting drained to the point where I didn't even get to see the people that I loved the most and you know that's really what inspired me to even become an entrepreneur in the first place now I've kind of had a background not even kind of my entire women lineage are entrepreneurs they have Mm -hmm. started businesses they have created different lifestyles for themselves and pretty much kept going so that's ultimately what inspired me to say you know what, I'm going to step out on my own and do this in some way. And I found out about investing. I found out about um, 
at the time, I didn't even know it was called this, but it's multi-level marketing where you actually tell people about a business and essentially you're able to grow your income as a passive income. Mm -hmm. Now, that was a completely new field for me. And thinking back on that, it actually gave me the opportunity to really realize what I liked and what I didn't like about being an entrepreneur. And that also made me have to do a lot of things, a lot of uncomfortable things. And uh, one of the most, the best decision that I've made is actually joining pretty much forces with my mother with House of Pretty. Yeah. House of Pretty. <laughs> but House of Pretty is an online community that inspires and educates women to live a pretty life. We have three pillars health and wellness, lifestyle, and financial literacy. And within that, I was able to see myself grow, um, not only myself, but individuals that probably were in the same boat, um, that wanted to have a specific lifestyle or learn about a lifestyle or even just maintain the lifestyle that they have, but really didn't have all the sources, all the tools. And from the background of being in multi-level marketing and working with so many different individuals, I had over 200 individuals in my business at one point to now being able to inspire in a different way, be able to give beauty tips and all these other tips that my mom has actually had 10, 10 plus years in that industry where she was able to now teach me again and then also being able to learn how to talk about financial literacy and what that means for me as far as an investor. So uh, that's just a little bit of background of House of Pretty as well. And kind of, you know, it was started just to be able to give a product, but then kind of developed into not only we can give a product, but we can give a lifestyle. We can maintain yeah. a lifestyle. Yes, yes, I love it. I love it. The pretty lifestyle. As I mentioned at the beginning, one of the many hats that Naima wears is being a mentor, championing other women. And she has definitely played a big role in shifting my mindset to being more of a doer. Now, I'll admit, I slip up from time to time. Come on now, we're human. We all do. But there is definitely a big impact that she's made in teaching me how to show up the way that I need to for the things that I need to show up for, but also the things that I want to show up for. So just want to chat with Naima here today about a couple of different things that I've heard either from her or from different sort of leaders out there inspiring other people to elevate to the next level. So I want to pick her brain a little bit about some different things that we've heard. Curious to know from your journey, if there are some things that we can learn a little bit more about in terms of what we need to do to be able to show up even when the challenge is hard, even when, you know, we don't want to. There are so many forces that work against us on a day to day. But you definitely have shown that you can show up and create the life that you want to create. So the first one I want to ask you about is without follow through, things don't get done. 
and it can have a negative impact on yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about sort of how you learned to follow through on what you said you were going to do and how you learned the importance of that in building a business and being a mentor and generally getting the life that you desire? When I think about follow through, I think about one of my mentors that said everything, anything in your business and life, you're pretty much to blame, whether good Mm. or bad. And that statement right there, if that didn't just open your mind immediately, yeah. open my, my mind immediately. And so everything from pretty much then on, I think I only had 10 people in my business at the time, but their failure would be my failure. Their, you know, success would be my success, right. uh, in essentially. And when I think about that, that honestly was a value or a point that pretty much kept me going to follow through regardless of uh, how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. But I also went to discover what else I could learn um, from that. And I say that in the sense of I didn't stop there and just listen to that one person. I went to another individual or listened to other individuals in order to hear the same thing over and over and over. Life is about repetition, about Mm -hmm. those habits that you talked about in your previous episode. When you do something, you get a reward. When you don't do something, you pretty much don't get that reward, right? Mm -hmm. And so in order for me to really understand follow through, I have to keep doing it. And I know that sounds like, okay, well, how do you keep doing it? Mm -hmm. Well, initially, you say to yourself, if I don't do it, what's going to happen? Are you going to be okay with that? Yes or no? I was not okay with my, at the time, customers failing. I did not want to see them lose money. I did not want to see them, you know, pay for something and not get what they you know, what I initially brought them in for. And for me, I think that's more of some inclination, you know, has to click for you. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's not, oh, if I brought that customer in, it's up to them, right? But I brought this person in and it's up to me. And you kind of change it to it's up to me. Yeah, you got a sense Um, of responsibility for sure. So anybody trying to create a business or, you know, uh, become a better person or a better version of themselves, it's up to them and then it's up to God. And then with that being said, you have to do the reps. So kind of with my first time encountering this, you know, not doing the training. And when we say trainings, I know some of you guys are a little bit new. We do different types of trainings where you actually get, you know, a visual or You get these types of chats one-on-one where you're actually getting trained on what you're buying, right, or the product that you're receiving. And so if I did not do a training, then they would not know how to do it by themselves. If I did not show up for that, then honestly, a lot of people go by word word of mouth. Mm. And if you're (laughs) opening a business and your word of mouth is, you know, they are open from 10 to 10, 
when I went there, they were mm-hmm. only open at 12. They were closed. Mm-hmm. Then now you not only miss the customer, right? But now word of mouth, they're not reliable. They're not, you know, consistent. They're not open, whatever the case may be. And it kind of trickles down into everything you do. And I know I've said this to you, Kennedy, but mm-hmm. how you do one thing is what? How you do everything. Everything. Okay. <laughs> and so... Even, you know, that's another value that I, um, or another point that really stuck with me as well. And when you start to take these different things that you hear that actually click in your brain that say, okay, maybe I should do it, then that's when you have to kind of make that decision to say, I'm not going to let, you know, myself or somebody else hinder me or stop me from doing the follow-through I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even today, as being a mom, my son wanted attention, okay? But the follow-through matters when you're thinking about other individuals' time, consideration, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to produce something that matters takes that time and takes, you know, a moment for you to get out of, what your life is right now in order for you to move to the life that you actually want. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. And I think you've, there are two things that I thought of while you were like what you, you mentioned first, you talked a little bit about, you didn't necessarily specifically say reflect, but when you were talking about how you didn't want, like you you know, sat back and thought about it and you really didn't want people in your business to come in and, you know, be failing and feel like they weren't, they weren't doing well. And it, it took, you know, you kind of reflecting on, okay, like the why behind your, what you're doing in your business. And I feel like so often we do things unconsciously and we say yes to things or we say no to things unconsciously without really realizing and we don't really put any intention behind it and so reflecting is that part right there Kennedy intention yeah we don't really like we don't really know why we're doing the things that we're doing so I feel like when you when you sit back and you think about it 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 really it really you know motivates you to really show up and do the things that you need to do. And then another thing that you mentioned was about the storefront and how it needs to be open, you know, at the same time that you said it was going to be open every single day. And that is, that's really discipline that people have to learn when, especially that was something that I still am learning as a entrepreneur, because you no longer like your word, like your your reputation is now on you. So if you don't do the thing that you said you were going to do, then like that's going to be somebody who's going to have a negative experience with you. And it's not like X company that you work for that. Like now it's like, well, okay, like at least it's not my reputation. Like it's, it's your reputation and you have to, you know, if you want to see, see things improve and see a, a business that's successful and, you know, built, up the the right way you have to gotta like start with the foundational things and even if it's yeah as small as showing up at the same time every single day that definitely is going to play a role in the larger things in the in the future so definitely and i will say that it took me months mm-hmm. okay it did not happen immediately i did not show up 
immediately, like I said, it took repetition. It took reps of me continually calling people every day. They're like, get on the phone, get on the phone. No, I'm like, why do you want me to kill the phone so much? <laughs> but it actually mattered, okay, yeah. when I wanted to get to a different place mm-hmm. um, in that business and even in this business as House of Pretty, it matters to pick up the phone, whether you're texting or calling. It matters to say, okay, I care enough, not only for myself, but I care enough to say, okay, as long as I'm checking in and I'm doing my part, mm-hmm. I can now then give myself a little bit of praise, right? And I think that's what kind of happens in the beginning. People, you know, oh, I opened up the shop, I get praised, right? But you open up the shop and the food is cold. You open up the shop and your employees are not coming in or whatever the case. You're not checking the backlog. You're not cleaning. You're not doing these different things that trickles down like we said how you do one thing is everything and so if I don't do just that small task and I realized that as I was growing my business and you know it took me over two years to get to a point where I was like I'm well not even two years I will say I quit my job and never went back yes (laughs) and I said this is (laughs) this is it if I'm (laughs) if I'm doing anything this is it and Mm -hmm. sometimes you kind of just have to have that mindset but you know the little things is what kept me from going back to the job right because now I'm treating it like a job when you go into your job right they already have things that you're going to do every day you when I was working back back in the day before I was even pregnant I was working at a call center mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. and it was the same thing every day I dreaded it okay it was the same thing you you turn on your phone you say hi welcome to blah 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 you gotta punch in mm. you know what their necessity is da 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 right you gotta fix this fix that and it was the same thing every call but now that I think back on that even that helped me with the discipline to say, okay, even if it's the same call, I'm saying, how are you to the same person? I'm investing the time in order for me to see the growth that I want within these individuals. And that's what it's really changed to for me is seeing the growth in the individual is more success than almost seeing it in myself. And that helped me with my discipline as well. Yes, yes. That was the reward. That was right <laughs> for the habits. That was yes, the reward. Yes, that was. And the your reward, reward changed. Mm-hmm. I will say your rewards change. Yes. But, uh, so the next one that I want to sort of just converse around here is being intentional with goal setting to make the likelihood of following through on your actions greater. Can you tell us a little bit about having a clear vision? Because I think that's something that I feel like can can hinder action sometimes when you don't really know exactly what it is you're aiming for, when it's not truly clear. So how did you refine your vision I know I remember we used to we had the um, what was it the on during New Year's we did the vision boarding and you know we came together and talked about our goals which was really awesome and then put together just a way to visualize it I still have that actually it's still (laughs) still above above my uh, desk but 
yeah, how do you how did you refine your vision to, you know, be able to really attach yourself to it so you knew that the actions however big or small they were were important to get to that point B that you you saw that vision that you saw wow that's a great question and it it actually makes me really reflect like how did I do that just thinking about that I will say that the the end goal is the same so I knew that I wanted time freedom Mm-hmm. I knew that I did not want to work for somebody else in my life again. I knew I wanted to travel. I So I will say that the first thing you have to do is know what you want. The goal will be a conscious, conscious reminder of how to get to what you want, but you have to know what you want. You just have to. Mm-hmm. And it took me a, a, a eye-opening, right? The repetition of getting on these different trainings and really learning almost about myself. And that's why you guys are on this podcast right now because maybe you just need that, that spark of what do I actually want? What do I actually want from this life? And I think that's what I sparked in you, Kennedy. Remind me if I'm wrong, but yeah, no, that's I knew 100%. you wanted to travel. Yes. I knew you did not want to sit in Maryland. <laughs> like I just <laughs> knew that that's not what you wanted, and that's probably on the top priority of your list, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? No, that's that's a hundred percent, a thousand percent. <laughs> right. So then, after you knew exactly what you wanted, it was saying, okay how can I get there by the goals that I put down, right? So one of my goals was to make $1,000 a week, right? Mm -hmm. And how can I get there? Maybe, you know, we used to talk about how we DoorDash, no shame, Mm -hmm. right? How Instacart it, right? And that was still working for myself, though. I knew I did not want to go back to a job. Right. And so I said I was going to make it in some way that I could now rely on myself. When you're thinking about these goals, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. you have to understand where you are in your life right now. Right. And not to put a cap on the goal. But in order for you to say I can achieve it, there are there you have to make it as plain as day so i knew that i could achieve a thousand dollars a week i knew i could achieve that mm-hmm. how i could achieve that i could instacart i could trade i could invest i could doordash i could do different things in order to make that possible for myself right so mm-hmm. that might have been goal number one okay let's make a thousand dollars all right cool You've actually pat yourself on the back because you've reached goal number one. And you pretty much knew how to achieve it. And that's just surface level, right? Right. But we have these bigger goals and these bigger dreams of how do I get to, you know, $10,000? How do I get to, you know, my goal is to have 500 people in my business. And those goals, right, and how you kind of make it plan is just knowing what you want. And saying, okay, I will do anything in order to get to that point, even if it means starting at surface level, right? Even if it means I'm still at a job 
and I still have to do this, that, and the third, but now I'm reading every day, right? Mm -hmm. So now your goal is saying, okay, let me open my mind every day. Let me do a repetition every day that actually coincides with the life that I am trying to get to, right? Yeah. You're not living in this life right now, mm -hmm. but you're saying, how can I be the person I want in the future right now? And I knew the person in the future, right, mm -hmm. not only stuck to the goal or stuck to the plan, but knew what she wanted. Yes. She knows exactly what she wants. She knows exactly how to get it, too. And I'm like, any woman that's listening, and man, right, if you don't know exactly what you want and how you're going to get it, that's the first goal, right? What mm -hmm. do I want? How do I, you know, the goal is to figure out what I want from this life. The goal is to figure out if I can do that with what I have now, or do I need to go to outside resources? Does that answer the question? That is 100%. And when you, you are putting in those actions on a day-to-day -day basis, you're starting to create that evidence now for that, that life right. that, that you want. So you, like, you have the picture and it becomes even clearer as you see, like, okay, like, I'm doing tangible things. Like, even if it's just reading for 10 minutes a day or whatever the case is, before you have to go in to work, like, that does play a big role in just getting you to the next step. So now that's... Right. Yeah, no, I think and that's even, perfect. You know, when we're saying, like, it's not making a lofty goal, right? Not setting, you know, goals that, oh, I can achieve it tomorrow, right? <laughs> it's not saying that, but saying, okay, in order for me to be the person I want to be, be the entrepreneur I want to be, what are the things that I actually need? Mm -hmm. Okay. In order to open the business, I need $10,000. Okay. Let's work backwards. Let's say you don't have the $10,000 today. What are you going to, what's your first step? Maybe your first goal is just saying, I'm going to save $20 a week, mm -hmm. right? And that now is not a, you know, maybe it's small to someone, but for you, that's, that's what 10% of your 10,000 or not 10%, you know what I'm saying? 1% of your 10,000. And now you're saying, I'm following through to this. I'm following through to this goal and these, you know, and making uh, actionable steps towards it. And because you know what you want, you can do that. I think that's what really gets people when they're like, oh, I just want to make $500,000. Well, why? Well, um, you know, I just want to set my family free. Well, why? Right. Uh, well, you know, they've been struggling. Okay, well, why? Well, they kind of live in a different neighborhood. Well, why? you know what I mean? Like, there's there's really so many whys for you to get down to the you. You, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to know and, and actually do those actions, right? And so... Going back to that scenario, okay, well, the family, da 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 Well, what are you doing in the home? Are you cleaning up? Okay, I'm going to make sure I, I'm clean every day, right? I'm going to make sure I get up earlier than my family, I do what I need to do, and I'm prepared for the day. That's a, an amazing goal, right? And just that will change your whole outcome of your entire day. I was actually just 
on the phone with one of our members Mm -hmm. and it's so amazing to me she took it immediately so last week I was like how you do one thing is how you do everything right and Mm -hmm. she's like I have anxiety with trading I'm rushing I never get things done and I said well how's your house looking how, how are you doing with your family? She's mm-hmm. like, you know, I keep getting them to work late. I got to run back to the house, do this. And I said, well, you see how it's trickling down. How can you say that you want to be disciplined, mm-hmm. right? Disciplined and in investing, mm-hmm. but you're not disciplining your own life. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so then it's saying, I said to her, well, why don't you get your get yourself ready and get your family ready? before the day starts, right? How, you know, when when can we start putting into a schedule, right? When can we start, you know, that is a goal in itself. And so today she texted me and she was like, I was able to drop my children off, my husband off. I was on work early and I made money before I went in. Yes. Right? And so, <laughs> yes. so now it's saying, okay, you see that there is a positive in just changing a small but really a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's really about that that planning and knowing what you want. You know what I mean? She knew she wanted to be disciplined, but how do you start the discipline, right? You got to start it within yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Like it does, it 100% starts with you. So the last one that we really want to talk about here today, I think is, I think it's one of my personal favorite because I think this is definitely something that I know keeps me frozen at times. So the one, this one is seeking failure. Uh, So I definitely have a, I don't know, sometimes it's like a fear that like, you know, maybe it's better if I just don't do it at all or just don't take the risk or, you know, is it, is it better to have not even tried versus trying and it ending in like, a catastrophic mess. So tell us a little bit about you seeking failure. You've already even mentioned it with, you know, telling us about how you started one business and you had the opportunity to sort of reinvent yourself and reinvent the wheel a little bit and join forces with your mom with House of Pretty and be able to take the best of what you learned in that business, but also apply new things. So how did you, how did seeking failure play a role in your journey and bring you to where you are now? And what could you tell us to keep us from being frozen when we feel like fear of failure is, is keeping us, keeping us locked? Right. Being a mom has really influence the way I think as well and I say that because when my son is learning things he fails all the time Mm. okay Mm -hmm. he uh, let's just start from the beginning walking right that's just you know something everybody knows when you start to walk you keep falling right but then they don't know when they become a toddler that they have to start to listen, right? They have to start going to the restroom. Mm -hmm. They have to eat food over the table, right? And they keep failing and keep failing. And it's honestly, who are you to give up on you? Who are you to give up on that baby, 
right? Mm -hmm. That, oh, they're not going to flush the toilet. They're not going to ever eat food over the table, but they are, right? We become adults and we know how to act. So when you think of just, you know, the very simplistic, okay, we grow up and we learn things and we fail, business, entrepreneurship, and really anything pertaining to becoming something better, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Always, always includes failure. It's just not something that we can really get away from, okay? And when even when we feel stuck, my baby, honestly, I, I bet he feels very much stuck. And, okay, they have told me 10,000 times to flush this toilet. And so now he flushes the toilet, right? (laughs) Something has to almost click. And I know I've said that before, but when you're going through entrepreneurship and you're saying to yourself, okay, I have not made the money that I wanted to make. I have not seen the customers that I wanted to see. (laughs) Do you know if you stop now, right, they'll never flush the toilet. You'll never, you'll never get to that point where you're, you're eating your food over your table, right? You'll never get to the point. Mm-hmm. But if you actually keep going, right? <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. You will. I, I actually did, right? I actually did make a thousand dollars a week. I actually yes. did, yeah. you know, call everybody every single day right. for months on end, mm-hmm. right? And it was a failure at times. But I cannot even call it it failure. But when we say seek failure, it's almost seek seek reward, seek seek the outcome, right? And seek what what could be, right? You have to almost change your mindset in the sense that it's not failing if you keep going. It's only failing if you stop. Yes. It's only you know. It's only failing if you decide that this is all you can be. If my son could only listen half the time, then he would be one of these crazy boys running around listening half the time. But that's not all he can be, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's almost where you take a turn and say, it's my job to remind myself that I failed before and now I can swim. I failed before and now I can eat, right? Well, eating is... You know, actually, you you kind of eat once you come out the womb. So you <laughs> not do that one. Um, but I've, I've, you know, missed a job interview, and I've made a job interview, mm-hmm. right? I have not got into colleges and got into colleges, right? There's always a sense of quote-unquote failure in our lives, but that also lead us to quote-unquote success right right? success is almost a moving target in a sense where you can continually build yourself in those hard times and I, I think I might call it just harder times during your journey those bumps in the road that say hey you're not going to make it well why not why why can't I if I've done it before right and you almost have to when when I was looking at myself saying my business won't grow, right? 
that was me telling myself that and saying my business won't grow. And because why? Well, because you haven't called anybody. Oh, okay. So I just have to keep calling, right? I just have to keep calling. And eventually I hit hit different places in my, my journey, right? And, and I think that's all it is, that when you do fail, that you have enough in yourself to say that this is really preparing me to keep going, right? Preparing me, like giving me the strength to know that there's always going to be failure as I continue. I'm, I still lose money today, okay? Mm-hmm. I actually lost money um, last night because I did something to myself. And I said, well, do my steps work? I didn't say that to myself. But, you know, in the beginning, I definitely said, do my steps even work? They do. I just have to keep doing it, right? I have to almost say to myself, well, why not perfect it? If it doesn't work now and I make it work, what what is that success it could be? Right. I could keep failing and say, I'm going to give up and I'm not going to, you know, learn these steps anymore. I'm not going to do these things. House of Pretty Guys has uh, investing steps that are just basically a blueprint on how to make profit every single week. Right. And these steps were created by saying, "Okay, I don't like losing money. I don't want to lose money anymore. Mm-hmm. I keep failing at trading. I keep failing at this. I keep trying to figure out what's going to work, what's going to work, how am I going to make this work? Well, let me try to make something work, right? Let me study this. Let me understand why I'm failing and say, okay, I can keep doing it and potentially make a lot of money or I can stop now and I've lost all the money. Right. And so it's almost a choice. Mm -hmm. I have to choose to fail every day. I have to choose to say, hey, you know, if I if I actually don't call Kennedy today, that that's a failure. Mm -hmm. Right. And I can, you know, pretty much be down about that or I can call her later or I can text her or I can call her the next day and try to do it again. Right. And that is a success in a sense. And I think we get down on ourselves for that one day that we take an L, right? Mm-hmm. Or that one day or that one hour, that one week. Right. Okay, I've, I've taken a, a depressive state for a week and I'm thinking, dang, I'm going to lose it all. But in a sense, though, if you keep going, how could you lose it all, right? How could you... How, how can the next day when you actually put your foot forward and the next day when you put your foot forward again, that you could fall backwards and not get back up again? You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest thing when you're really looking at yourself and saying, you know, every level has a new devil. Learn to embrace it, right? It, it's really every step is can be... Uh, a hill right mm-hmm. every step you could be going up a hill it's whether you decide to keep going up the hill or to roll down it and either start again or stay at the bottom facts yeah no that's facts and you you make a good point there of sort of 
you you redefine so i mean we're all about the mindset mindset shift here and you have to redefine sort of you know it's not failures it's just another stepping stone in me developing the steps that I need to have to be able to make this work or in me, you know, branding my business or me getting that promotion or whatever it is. Like it, it's, it's definitely about reframing sort of what, what you're looking at and choosing to see, see the good. There's like a, there's like a, Okay, so I'm more of a TikTok person for sure, but I've tried to be getting into <laughs> into Instagram a little bit more. And there's like this like trend right now where people are putting, you know, of course, everything is an aesthetic video of some sort. And then it's like the grass is greener where you water it. And I feel like that's kind of the same type of concept here with failure. It's like you can choose to let it define you. You can you could have chosen to say that this week that I've been down, like this is everything I'm ever going to experience ever. And that's it. And then you wouldn't be in the place that you're in now. So you're watering those experiences and saying, okay, what can I learn about myself for when this is gonna, you know, life is gonna inevitably life all the time. So when this happens again, like, what am I learning about myself so that the things can keep going? Or how did I learn? How did I, you know, how did I keep? How did I keep going? Like, what what brought me back? Like, can I make a note of that? So I know that for next time and things like that. So I feel like you you definitely say it perfectly of just having, you know, making sure that you're not, we're not letting those failures just define us and, uh, you know, hold right. us back. It, it's just a part of our journey, a part of the process, a part of getting to that, that next, that next level. No, seriously. And sometimes you don't even know that you failed, mm-hmm. right? Because you just kind of keep going. And, and even, when you do, I will say that sometimes it does suck. And I think in the beginning, you know, it sucks a little bit more because you have these super high hopes and the high hopes don't go away. But now you have high hopes and you also know the high steps that it takes to get to those high hopes, right? You know that there is going to be turbulence going up. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, you know, if you've ever ridden a plane, you know this, right? <laughs> there is it's always bumpy going into the clouds. And then once you're there, it's pretty you know, Sue selling, right? So once I got to that thousand I said, Wow, I could do that again and Sue selling. Right? Yes, once I got sir. to that point where the steps worked, I said, Oh, okay, that's Sue selling, right? And so, you know, there's there's always going to be that risk. And I think when the individuals that are listening to this, when you're ready to say, I'm okay with the risk of failing because I know it's going to lead to my success, then you'll get everything you desire. And then not only that, but the failing happens even in habits, right? Mm -hmm. And trying to create, you know, a, a discipline or a routine in your life Okay, yes, I might have not woke up at 5 a.m., but I also woke up and still prayed. I also woke up and still worked out, right, Mm -hmm. and was able to do something that the past me did not want to do, right? And 
those are still successes in your journey. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. That is, I think that is the perfect nugget to end it on there. So you have been, of course, teasing everybody a little bit today about the steps that we, you know, that you have put together to help people, even if it's not make a thousand dollars a week like you, but even make a hundred. So can you tell us just to close things out here, where can we find House of Pretty? Where can we find more of Naima and how can we get involved? Again, I just want to thank you, Kennedy, for even letting me join this podcast today because, honestly, I've seen you grow, and this is another success for you. I'm so, so proud of you. Um, But you guys can always find us at houseofpriti.com. Note the spelling. And join our membership on there. We have a membership page, a homepage, as well as – different and i won't even say different i will say probably the best body products for you if you have sensitive skin if you have this is facts dry skin whatever the case my mom created this line when she was going through cancer that's a whole nother story but that is an awesome place to find us our socials are on there and my at name for instagram and tiktok is going to be naima capers n-a E-E-M-A-H-K-E-R-S-C-A-P-E-R-S. It is the same on both handles. And I just invite you guys to either listen or even be inspired to create your own, right? So follow me on there. Yes, yes. So definitely make sure you guys are checking out House of Pretty, staying in connection with Naima. And once you do that, definitely Make sure you follow the Silver Spoon Pod on Instagram and TikTok to keep the conversation going. Slide into our DMs. We want to hear from you and know what you're working on towards becoming a doer. We want to make sure that we are right there with you celebrating your wins. Subscribe and share with the friends so you can both get the weekly spoonful of the abundant life you deserve. Thanks again, Naima. Until next time.